0: Here's your host, Dane Carlson.
1: Welcome back to the Econ Dev Show. Today, we're here with part two of our conversation with J.R. Charles. He's the Community Development Director for the city of Malden, South Carolina. J.R., welcome to the show. Hey, Dane. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's an honor and a pleasure. Let's hear about your war story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So let's go back to to Carroll County. Okay. Uh,
2: So, this is a good lesson for anybody who, who wants to do industrial development. Um, so industrial development is, is a unique beast because you're dealing with large sums of money that take a lot of time to roll out. Uh, but when a company decides they are going to move, they're going to move fast and furious. So, um, let's, let's talk about one example of, a, a redevelopment, a re-engagement. So we have a, a company in, in Carroll County, had a company because I'm not there anymore, but there's a company in Carroll County uh, who shall rename anonymous to protect the innocent. But this company was a meat pro- processing plant that had invested in Carroll County a few years back and uh, things just weren't going well, I'll suffice to say. They brought in a, uh, a project manager who could come in and kind of read the books, read the numbers and tell them what's what. Uh, and so the guy came in and said, Hey, you're hemorrhaging cash. You're going to be out of cash flow in six months. And so uh, he had to come and tell us, us being the development authority, because again, that whole crazy bond right. agreement they had to do. So he said, Hey guys, we got to go, we got to go in concern here. Um, we need to find a way to liquidate. And I said, well, that sounds terrible. Why don't we find another way to do that? And so we said, well, okay. Instead of doing that, why don't we go out and find a buyer who's looking in the market for a meat production facility and let's find a buyer to take over this asset and that way we kind of make this other company whole, they get an asset that's in place, uh, they get a workforce that's in place and they're off to the races, so uh, that project manager went to his contacts out in the, you know, the meat Packers association, food association, all that kind of stuff. And I went to my site selectors, my project managers, all, all that route. And we eventually found another company that was expanding, looking in the Southeast, uh, who wanted to come into the market and they were looking in South Carolina, so sorry, South Carolina, we kind of stole from you. Uh, but they were looking and we said, Hey, here's this asset, please come and, and take a look at it and we'll put on the dog and pony show. And so. We sat down with their leadership and we went over the the numbers, both from an incentive standpoint, what we could offer, but also the raw financials of this company. So there was some open book due diligence that they both had to enter into. And uh, that, that acquiring company said, we like it. Let's make it happen. We're going to go on good faith that the community is going to do an incentive deal for us. So we're going to go ahead and acquire this company. And they closed on, that, on, the, on those assets on uh, February 14th valentine's day perfect what a great gift right both the community and the company that was february 14th 2020 (laughs) right right before covid hit us all right in the face uh so uh right when they acquired all that stuff all, all all the assets and we had been doing negotiations everything shut down um you probably had this where you're where you are um we had a lot of shelter in place orders there wasn't a um there wasn't an, an order from the state government at that time, so every locality had their own patchwork in place. Right. And so, we had to work with the city government and the county government, really the, the county board of health, in you know putting everybody in shelter in places. So everybody had a two week vacation, um, but some places were called essential, and those were manufacturing operations. So that company, the acquisition company, still came in and still had to do the due diligence, still had to train workers had to go through all the assets they had just acquired. But from that February 14th of uh, 2020, up until December 31st of that end of that year, we did everything remotely by Zoom. Oh. I didn't actually physically see the owner of that acquiring company until he came down, golly, I think it was like August of 2020. Um, and he had never seen the asset until that point. And meanwhile, I'm talking to the attorney, the VP of finance, the VP of, uh, of, of development, uh, of business, not business development, but industrial development for that company. And we're just trying to hash out everything over Zoom. Back when Zoom was not a sophisticated tool, we were still you know, doing um, you know stuff that was not even password protected. God, you have to think about that. Um, so all along and along, we're doing two things. We are boots on the ground, meeting with the company, making sure that their employees are going through Retraining because again, in the transition handover, these became employees uh, who had been, I guess, essentially unemployed, went on temporary uh, workers assistance, went through then training assistance to retain them. That was part of the technical college system of Georgia's incentive was to go through the training piece of it and then come back on the other side as these employees of the acquiring company. So there was that piece of it on that side. But then you had to also do all of the um, um, uh, the due diligence you had to do with the financials, incentives, you're negotiating with the company. You're also negotiating with city and county officials who are the taxing entities um, that, are, that are coming along uh, for the ride. Um, and so you're talking to them, again, all through Zoom because we're not meeting in person at this point. And um, it just, it was very difficult to try to, you know, keep those relationships intact. When you don't have that, you know, eyeball to eyeball, hear the Timber in my voice, look at me and trust me kind of aspect of it. But eventually we get down to December Uh, in Georgia. You have to close everything out by December 31st to make sure that taxes incentives are in place for the new year. And we were working right up until New Year's Eve um, to get everything closed out and get the title Transferred and make sure all the validation was done, and everything, and eventually got closed out. And so, 2021, we went into um, the new year with everything in place, and finally got across the finish line. But yeah, it was. I mean, from the from the from the news that the company, the the the, the dissolving company, in July of that year was going to go out to the negotiating through the summer into the fall, and. Um, uh, it was all okay up until February and then COVID happens. And then you just got a whole new ball of wax got to deal with back end of it. So that's, that's the war story. And that kind of has another maxim. If we're talking about, you got network to get work. Here's sure. another maxim in industrial development. If you've ever seen one project, you've seen one project. right? Exactly. <laughs> no two deals are the same.
1: Oh man. That's incredible. That just, that story, you know, and it, It reminds us all of what it was like at the beginning of COVID when you're right, nobody had used Zoom. I mean, basically, you know, we had all used Zoom a little bit, but that whole idea of having to establish and maintain and develop relationships to say nothing about negotiation and working together, all of that, that just seems incredible that you were able to pull that off in that, you know, defined period of time, especially without anybody being able to see the property and just you know, all of that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, it was heroin. I'm sure you have some crazy stories from 2020 though, right? You got, Oh yeah. That you worked of on? course.
1: Yeah. I've got, uh, nothing as bad as that. I mean, but it's just it, that the whole year was just a, such a challenge and there's byproducts of that. I hope that we've all come out of this stronger. I hope that we've all come out of this in the sense that we're able to, you know, face new challenges i mean we're, we're seeing all kinds of new challenges today right we've got inflation yeah. we've got you know all this and it's just a whole it's just a whole new world it's just a just a whole radically new world that we're living in so it's yeah uh, it's phenomenal yeah it's 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 nuts
2: it's absolutely nuts but i mean it's it's led to some things i mean not to say that that covid was good by any stretch of the imagination but you know the advancement of technology the uh, right. ability to I, I can call up a site selector and say hey let's just book a zoom and I can show you a flyer, and let's talk for a second. I don't have to fly to Dallas or Chicago anymore. I mean, it's still right. good to do that, right? right. But still, no, you have can, right? Absolutely, but you can do it. You can do it yeah. all online,
1: and it's almost expected now that it's digital first. We can say, "Hey, let's do this," and it's not strange. It's not uh, weird. It's just totally normal that we can say, right? Like we did, yeah. And you've had a such a wide variety of experience. It's. This is pretty incredible. So what kind of you've done all this different kind of economic development. What kind of economic development, you know, is your preference and what do you like? What's what's your thing? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, industrial development is the bulk of my work. And
1: I I like it. I like industrial
2: development because you're dealing with everything, right? And so as a development authority or as an economic developer, let's just like go broad, good economic developer. Why would anybody want to be an economic developer? Well, if you're the kind of person that likes doing many different things across many different subjects. If you're curious about the law, real estate, infrastructure, government, um, anything like that, you touch a million different things. And so for a for a, someone who's very curious, for somebody who has a research-based mind, for someone who doesn't want to do the same thing every single day all the time, this is a good career for that, right? So industrial development that I came up with, you did have to do that. You had to know okay, I need to know how much it costs to move a cubic yard of dirt from point A to point B, right? So that you get that engineering aspect of it. Excuse me. Um, If you need, or if you want to know about um, how electricity works, I didn't know when I first got into development how electricity got to my house. You know, I knew it came through a wire through my yard, but then you get into the substations, the high voltage transmission lines, how it's produced at the nuclear power plant and all the nuances that go in that. That was amazing to learn, uh, that piece of it. If you want to know about how or why laws were put into effect, I just gave an example at the top of the hour about uh, the the Yazoo land deal. That's history that still has an impact to this day. You know, I mean, so the historians out there may like economic development. Um, If you like, if you're a good project manager, if you like getting your hands on something and manipulating it and try to figure out what's the best solution to come up With a development strategy, economic development's good for you. So if I had to say, like, what's my favorite economic development? Industrial is good. It it touches all that kind of stuff. But the stuff I'm doing at Malden now, it has all that real estate development pieces of it. I'm just not having to deal with the heavy uh, uh, infrastructure. I'm not having to deal with negotiations of incentives, at least tax incentives from this standpoint. Um, You're dealing with developers who want to see an end product that you know people are going to go live in and go shop in. And they're going to be right here in the city. It's also nice, uh, in Malden that I'm working with a city council that gets it right, uh, you can't say that about a lot of governments out there, but the people in Malden, they understand that they are building a legacy. That's going to stand the test of time, right? They're going to build things where kids can grow up with, with, with each other and, 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 and come up in a community that's that's tight knit close and everything, but they also are able to go and drink Starbucks whenever they want to. Or they're going to be able to go and get um, a, a nice sit-down dinner and walk there instead of knowing that to get in the car and drive twenty or thirty minutes to get there. So that aspect of economic development is new and exciting. But I think that this is going to be a new, um, a new favorite of mine. I guess you could say.
1: Well, you are excited about it, and and hmm. you you just have this sort of energy that's contagious. I hope that uh, younger economic developers that they, if they after they listen to this I hope they reach out to you because you you do you're a great cheerleader for this profession and I think that you you illustrate all the positives that come out of it I mean the truth of the matter is at the end of the day our job is to put people into jobs and put people into homes and Im- improve their lives and that that's kind of a noble profession yes. in a sense you know I agree I, with you 100%. Yeah, I, I look at it like, you know that, you know doctors heal people, and but we help get people jobs at the end of the day, right? And that, yeah. there's that's a you got to be healthy to have a job, but you got to have a job to be healthy. It's the two <laughs> things go together. So I yeah, you're I right. think yeah, you're you're absolutely right.
2: I think I mean we. And they're, they're, I don't want to sound like it's hubristic or anything like that, but, you know, you're you're literally changing destinies of people. Right, uh, right. Somebody who comes out of, of – and, and here's another aspect we be got in development. There's workforce development. Talking right. about different fields for these things. Workforce development, you may work with people who are coming out of prison who have no recourse. So they have a felony on their record, so they're trying to you know, get up and go. And you may want to work with some policymakers. And this is getting into the law and getting into a little bit of of, of lobbying. Um, uh, that economic developers have to do a little bit, but you may want to be an advocate where you go through like a, um, a workforce mitigation program or a legal mitigation program where the, 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 the felony that was a strike against the person is not taken into consideration, uh, in their employment status, <clears throat> excuse me. And so you may say, okay, I want to work with employers who are willing to take on, uh, uh, uh felons. But if they work a certain amount of time, then that is not taking consideration of their, of their employment history or, or whatever they want to do. Um, but I mean, that would change a person's life to get back to the original point. It's, it's, it's there to make that person get on the right track. And so that they can change their life and not only that, but divert or avoid having that cycle repeat in their children's process and their, their children's lives or their spouse's lives or whatever yeah, and you're working in 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 a field that you can literally change people's lives. And that ultimately, you know think back about you know um, uh, early early colonial America, early colonial history. a lot of the founding principles that came into a lot of these utopian societies that were founded in in Pennsylvania or or Charleston with the Lords proprietor or Savannah was, uh, with with um, uh, uh, Oglethorpe, is they all believed at the fundamental level that the individual and the family was the bedrock of the community. And so you can change families. The families then change their surroundings and surroundings change the culture and the culture change the community. That's powerful stuff.
1: That is excellent. Oh, that's, we're going to end it right there. That, that is an excellent ending. (laughs) So how, so if anybody wants to reach out to you, what is the best way for them to contact you?
2: Yeah. If they want to go to our website, uh, city of Malden, uh, is the, is the, is the, you know what? edit this and post because I get the, get the URL. Yeah, right. no problem. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. There we go. Okay. Yeah, so if they want to uh, find me and learn more about the city of Malden, then go to cityofmalden.org. And from there, we have uh, a menu. Uh, uh, you go to the department's menu and go to uh, community development and economic development. And uh, from there, you can see a lot of the good stuff we have going on, whether that's the... Um, uh, the bridgeway station development that Hughes Investments is doing, whether that's the uh, city station development that Parker Development is doing. Um, they can find me there. Uh, I need to actually get my uh, uh, name and all that stuff updated. Um, uh, but they can see a lot of good stuff we have going. We also have a lot of really good cultural events going on. Like in the summertime, I didn't even mention this stuff, talking about economic development and the tourism development. Um, we do things called uh, you know Beach and Friday, where we have uh summer concert series every Friday night. We're going to have a barbecue competition in September. So they can find all that good stuff that we're doing, all the development, all of our forward-looking plans, all of our community developments at cityofmalden.org uh, under departments, community development, economic development. And if they want to reach out to me personally, you can do um, jrcharles at
1: maldencitysc.com. Um,
2: and they can email me
1: directly from there if they want to. Excellent. JR, this has been fascinating. I would like to talk to you for a really long time, but I think this is about where we should cut it off so that uh, so people will actually listen to the whole episode because there's you've said so much good stuff. So I really appreciate you having I'm going to have to have you back because this has been great. I got
2: more, man. I got more. I look, an uh, old disc jockey friend of mine said, turn the brain okay. off and put the mouth in motion.
1: That's right. Excellent. <laughs> well, JR, thank you so much. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you,
0: Dane.